Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello and welcome to It's Electric. Whether you're here with us in person or listening through ACB Media or perhaps even hearing this broadcast later on a different date. Today, however, is Wednesday, August 3rd, and it's 2022. So welcome to all of you. And thank you to our host, Angela, and to Herbie, who is streaming this for us. We appreciate both of you. So we are going to jump right in with both feet. See, doesn't that sound very summerish and make you want to go to the pool? Yeah, sounds good here. It's been pretty warm here. And we're going to get started by asking people to raise their hand if your birthday is the first through the 10th of whatever month it is, the first through the 10th. Raise your hand and Angela will recognize you. You can tell us your name, where you're from, and then either ask a question about a small kitchen electric or if you want to praise the small kitchen electric that's your favorite. Whatever you want to do, that would be great. So let's go. Okay, so we have Chuck Jones, first of all. Whoa, Chuck gets to be first. Hello, yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Um well, when I get my stuff from Maxi Aids, the uh, spatula and the uh, mitts will be my sandwich from a sandwich maker. That'll be my favorite. But right now, though, it's my Keurig and my microwave. All right. So for those who may have missed our last episode, Chuck was talking about this Hamilton <laughs> Beach sandwich maker that he has. <laughs> And he has started learning to use it, but yeah, that thing gets pretty hot and it's a little difficult because he doesn't have any oven mitts and, and we're going to make sure that he gets some oven mitts that have the five fingers and then um, something called a double spatula where he can stick one side of it under and then he can squeeze it like he would squeeze tongs and just pick it up. And so it's going to be much safer for him and he'll probably feel more at ease and his friend who has been helping him will feel more at ease as well. So we're going to be doing that pretty soon. So thank you, Chuck, for being with us. We're always glad to have you. So, glad to be here. All right. All right. Who's next, Angela? Peggy Carpenter. You may unmute. Ooh, all these people that have birthdays early in the month. Hey, Peggy. Yes, I'm a 10th. So. <laughs> um, so let's see. I, I did not complete my assignment of making a waffle in the waffle uh, silicone waffle form. but uh, Oh, Peggy, I'm just <laughs> hushed. <laughs> but I probably should before the next time we meet. Um, I did find the, the air fryer directions, though, which... Um, look pretty easy. They suggest just putting the batter in the, um, in the mold up to like the top of the, uh, the mold. And then they say to air fry it for four minutes, uh, on like 375, something like that. And then they say to check it, which I'm not quite sure, I guess just make sure it's not done in the middle or something. Uh, if it's not done, uh, they say to uh, continue for another two to three minutes. So it sounds oh, pretty easy. So you don't so have no to turn anything over like the other one or anything. Yeah. So I think what it'll do is when it comes out, you put it like you flip it onto turn the plate and then that will be the flat side more or less. And so the little bumps will show up on the top side. <laughs> so. oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. And so we were talking about these waffle molds last time and Peggy was going to try one. Now, Peggy, you know that in my pre-retirement life, I was a teacher, right? Yes, I know. And I didn't, I, I got a, a C minus, uh, I think. She's at in least. big trouble. Yeah. Oh my, <laughs> uh, she knows I'm playing. So thank you, Peggy. Um, but anyway, she was going to try that this time, but she didn't get around to it. And we all know that life happens and, 
if anybody's like me, you've been really busy. So yeah. Get it. Right. <laughs> oh, and I did way, have one of those. Uh, I did have one of those quesadilla makers that we talked about. I did have one of those. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, to tell you the truth, I wasn't that thrilled with it. Um, uh-huh. I mean, you you assembled the quesadilla. In the first place, you could only use one size of tortillas, and ah. sometimes I get whatever I find, so yeah. they're not always the same size. And, um, you know, if you put too much stuff in it when you closed it, it kind of all gooed out, you know, mm. which wasn't so much fun. Um, but, you know, so I, I find them much easier to cook quesadillas in the air fryer now so oh okay well there you go all right but anyway and i'm remiss because i don't think chuck or peggy said where they're from but chuck is from tennessee and peggy is from florida florida okay (laughs) all right right, thank you guys who's next herbie allen you may talk (laughs) Ooh, um, Herbie gets to talk. I do. I get to talk. I can talk. I can. Oh, oh. Um, first <laughs> of all, I'm here in Houston, Texas, about to go visit in-laws in Spokane, Washington this Friday. Oh, wow. So I'll be gone for a week. A um, couple things. First of all, I have my uh, PowerXL air fryer grill combination. And um, I'm assuming, so she kind of maybe answered my question with quesadillas. So you can put frozen burritos in the air fryer, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. I need to try that. Um, Another thing, I I have my Keurig coffee maker, and I have a talking microwave that's about over 12 years old, but it still works. We don't use it much. That's part of one reason why it still works, but... uh, um, um, a couple things though, Chuck. First of all, in addition to this call, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to come to my Tuesday call where I do try to talk about how to use appliances safely, and so does Tori. And what really brought this to mind is I'm actually considering a sandwich maker myself because it'd be nice to be able to have something where I could do some sandwiches and not have to flip them. And our uh, co-host uh, Tori has one, and she was just talking about this yesterday with her sandwich maker, and she says that the instructions are not geared towards blind people. And Most so, aren't. No, no, they are not. And so this is where you've got to be careful sometimes when people helping you should also um, might would also benefit from actually talking to us um, just so they know how to teach you because... There are two things you can do to really improve your experience. One, put the sandwich in the sandwich maker before you turn it on. That way it's not going to get hot. And then when your sandwich is done, you can um, unplug it and let it cool down before you take it out. And I mean, nothing wrong with oven mitts and stuff, but um, those two things, whereas the instructions will probably tell you, take it out right away or put it in after it's warmed up. Well, that's fine if you know what you're doing, but um, that's how you could use a sandwich maker safely. And um, oven mitt with all five fingers on I've usually seen the uh, oven mitts that have like the place for four fingers and the thumb but I just hope that uh, Chuck you also have all five fingers on each hand as well not just the oven mitt so. <laughs> no. the of gloves if you've seen those gloves, Kirby yeah. are the ones where okay. you've got the thumb and, and the other four fingers all separate things and I think right. I personally think they're much easier to use and there are also some silicone gloves that are like that, although I find the silicone gloves are a little slippery when you're trying to hold things. And right. Herbie is exactly right. Chuck, what you do is go ahead and put your items in while the appliance is cold and, you know, add two minutes to the cooking time instead of yep. assume, you know, cause it's not going to be done as quickly cause it has to heat up first, but it's and not, not just with the sandwich maker, but even fryer. like with the air fryer, I find exactly. that very helpful to do there as well. So, yeah. Okay. Now my air yeah. fryer, you don't have to preheat some of the air fryers. They say to preheat mine does not, but <laughs> mine kind of like know. needs a minute maybe to fully heat up, but uh, yeah. 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 So That'll work. We okay. we do have to figure out our ways sometimes to modify things. So 
Good job, Herbie. Good advice. And welcome. Well, thank Tori uh, as well for, you know, for because I've uh-huh. never dealt with sandwich makers before. And so right. that's, well, that was good to know that they work on that same principle. Yeah. So, and the uh, same thing can apply to the contact grills or panini makers. You know, of course, your written directions will say heat it up, you know, but then here you are and you're blind and you're trying to figure out, OK, where do I put this? Now, I have been known, for example, if I'm going to cook hamburger patties in the on the contact grill what i'll do is i'll hold one side in my hand and i'll lower it toward the grill but i won't lower that side and i can kind of push it and find the corner and then you know back it up a little bit from the corner and do that with each patty so i can put all four patties on there and know that they're safely on the grill but yet i don't burn myself and i can close it or else i can put the patties on the grill while it's cold close it and heat it up that way and just add a couple extra minutes to the time. So yeah, there are different ways to get around some of these things. So there we go. All right. Who is next, Angela? Lynn Schneider, you may unmute. Hello. Hi. Um, I'll tell you my favorite kitchen gadget is, um, and I've always had one of these. It's a, they could used to call them hot shots. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if they still call them that or not. Mine's like Proctor Silex, but it's like really old. But basically all it does is just boils water. Yep. And it is awesome because we boil our water for our iced tea in it. Um, When I make jello, I use it to boil the water for that. Uh Um, I don't put the jello in it, obviously, but... But um, it's it's yeah. it's you can learn you can be very safe with it because just push that button and let it go into your bowl. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And so I love it. And if I, you know, I'm always going to have one if I can find them because I just love them and they're great for a blind person as well. Um, and I wanted to make a comment too about the um, mitts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that what I have found, somebody had gotten me some mitts and they go like all the way up to your shoulders or something. Practically, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I, think they go up to I mean, elbows, it's like, yeah. you know, somebody, have, you know, removing nuclear, you know, <laughs> rods from nuclear power plant or something. But the problem with them is they were just not flexible enough. Right. So I couldn't really move my fingers around when I was gr- trying to grab the pan I mean, it would be great for clipping rose bushes, I guess, <laughs> something like that. But it, but I think not only do you need, you know, the protection, but you do have, they have to be a little bit flexible so you can move right. your hands around. Otherwise it's, you know, um, not very helpful. So, yeah, but this is a great, great program. I really enjoy this. Thanks okay. so much. Thank you. And where are you from? I'm from Delaware. Delaware. Okay. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I, we have a friend here in Tennessee who's moving to Delaware at the end of the month. She's going to be, I think, in or near York. I don't know many towns in Delaware, but I remember York? that one. Yeah. Huh. I don't even think I know that. Newark, I know. Oh, maybe it's Newark. I Newark? Know. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, don't don't pay thing. attention to me. I don't even know. <laughs> That's it, okay. Anyway, she's told me how small Delaware is. And of course, it is. I, know I know your state president because. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, she used to live in Kentucky and married a man from Tennessee. That's right. So mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. so cool. All right. well, Small I'm world. Yeah, thank you. Who's next? Greg, you may unmute. Hey, Greg. Hello. Um, you can hear me, I guess. Absolutely. Okay. I I've been using my George Foreman grill a lot lately, uh-huh. and I found that you know. The easiest way, you know, for me to put, you know, the, the, whatever I'm, you know, chicken burgers or, yeah. or pork chops, what I typically do is I'll take a spatula and stick it in the upper left-hand corner of the grill. And knowing where the grill is, I'll yeah. put, I'll put the burger down and I'll slide it up till I feel it hit the uh, spatula. Then I'll move the spatula over to the other corner lay the burger down and push it up to the spatula and then, um, you know, bring the lid down. And that's kind of how I got used to positioning food on there. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
All right. And where are you from, Greg? Oh, Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. Hey, that's why I'm here to keep y'all on top of it, you know. All right. Well, welcome. Glad you're here tonight. Who else do we have, Miss Angela? There is a phone number 682 597. You may unmute. This is Calandra from Fort Worth. Thank you. Hey, Calandra. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good, and you? Doing well, thank you. Uh, first of all, I love this call. I haven't been on this call in ages. Um, I recently went shopping two days ago with a friend of mine. We met at Target, but we were from different places. I talked her into let allowing me to get a copy maker for her. Because she said she didn't have any money, and I told her I was going to pay for it. I got this, you know, this oblong coffee maker that was cheap. It was $24.99 or $24.95. And it's a one-cup ice coffee maker. At first, I couldn't figure out how to use it. But then with the Lord's help... I figured out there's a way you can put ice in it or put a little water in it and you put the cup underneath it and just let it brew. And there's a basket in there so you won't even need a filter with it. And I got all sorts of coffee with creamer and stuff like that. You can try latte, um, something like caramel, chocolate or a creme brulee and you know several others I think I got maybe two or three others so once I figured out how to use it I had a great time with it but the only thing is I like my coffee way too strong and sometimes I would put a scoop and a half of it and that's really not that necessary it would give you a coffee rest so, anyway, I'm still learning how to use it, but I found that they can be safe if you learn properly, you, if you put on your speaking cap and figure out what to do first. Um, just listen to your head rather than your, uh, and, you know, think about what to do and how to do it. And the thing is, is that you can clean up everything afterwards. And it's one of those things that are safe to clean and put back together. Very good. Well, so it sounds like you got a good buy on it, too. So that's awesome. Well, thank yeah. you for being yes, here. Thank you. Thank you. Let me show up now. All right. Who else do we have, Angela? Nobody at this moment. Nobody. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. Well, one of the things that I like to suggest to people is sometimes we are able to find things online and the prices are less expensive than they are in the store, although sometimes it also pays to check the prices in the discount stores like Walmart and Target. And a lot of these different stores also have um, apps where you can go look online to see what the store has. So what I suggest to people, though, if you're in the market for a new appliance, because there are different things that we all like. We are not all of us are going to love, although I think most of us love the TOA 60 Cuisinart air fryer toaster oven, for example. Um, somebody might want a smaller air fryer oven or someone might want a standalone air fryer. So what I recommend is go to one of these discount stores and Walmart is usually pretty good about having things out. I, I think sometimes Target is too. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond is not. A lot of times they don't have many displays they mostly have the boxes which have the pictures and that doesn't do us much good. 
But that way you can actually put your hands on the different appliances. And then when you find one that you think you like, that looks like it has controls, you might be able to operate. Then you can ask someone who's with you or a store assistant, what brand is this? And is there a model number? And, you know, then if, if you really like it, but maybe you don't want to buy it right then, you want to check Amazon or Best Buy to see if they have it and if they have it at a better price, you can either use a um, something to write Braille with if you want to do that. Or if you have your iPhone, you can record the information with your iPhone or with a digital recorder. Or if you use large print and you have some pieces of pad size paper and a pen or Sharpie, you can write the information down that way. And that way you can take it back home and really compare to see where you're going to get the appliance you want, but get the best uh, buy as well. That'll save you the most money. And along those lines, and I've mentioned this before, if you are computer savvy, a lot of times, not always, we, we know this for sure, a lot of times online you can find the user manual for a particular product. You do need to know the brand and the model number. Uh, some of us one day were looking for a manual for an air fryer from QVC and never did find it. And we even called them and they said, well, no, it wasn't there. And so we weren't sure. And I think that was an air fryer that really wasn't accessible um, for people who are blind, but someone had bought it at an auction and so they were kind of stuck with it unless they wanted to give it as a gift or something like that so anyway i think it really does pay to go and and try to check these things out so that you'll know you you'd rather know ahead of time what it's going to be like than get it and open the box and think oh no i just really don't think i like this now i did that with one item Several months back, and some of you may remember this, there was something that was basically a talking multi-cooker, you know, kind of like an instant pot, but a different thing. And, and it talked. It was called the cuckoo or cuckoo, or I don't know where you're supposed to put the um, accent. But I, I hadn't even considered it originally because I had found a YouTube video on Indigo Neely, where she talked about it, and it sounded really neat. And I wasn't sure if everything about it was accessible, but it's like, oh, this is good. But when I looked at the price, I thought, well, no, I'm not going to spend that much money for something I don't know about. But then several weeks later, QVC had it for a much lower price. And I mean, I jumped on it. I ordered that thing. And while I was waiting for it to come, then I went and looked at the manual and there were a couple of things that I saw in the manual, like it didn't recommend cooking pasta in it because all the starchiness it said could block the vent from letting the steam out. So that was a bit of a concern. And then also it said that, you know, unlike some of the other multi-pressure cookers, where you can set the time for 10 minutes or whatever it is you want to set it for, and then it will beep to say it's done and you either release the steam right away or let it drop on its own. This automatically released the steam when the cooking was done. And I wasn't so excited about that. And um, so here I've got this thing coming and I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm going to like this or not. And by the time I got it and looked at it, um, forgive my clock there, and looked at it. I didn't actually use it to cook anything, but I had determined that even though it talked, that didn't necessarily make it the best, most accessible appliance, and I did send it back. So it always helps if you can see ahead of time what the item that you're going to get looks like. You know, and there might be times when it'll just work, um, I did just, or, you know, when I ordered my Hamilton Beach food processor, you know, without having put my hands on it first, it turned out that not only was it great, but 
it's one that I recommend because it's so easy to put together, take apart, and use. So anyway, just a thought there. If you're going to be shopping for a small kitchen electric of, of a few things you might want to try to do so you'll really be prepared and know what you're going to get. All right. Do we have any hands? If you have any questions or comments or you haven't introduced yourself yet, please raise your hand and Angela will call on you. Eugenia, you may unmute. Hey, Eugenia. Good to have you tonight. Oh, my God. Sometimes it takes so long to find. Yeah, that's okay. You got it. Good, good job. Okay, I got it. Okay. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, I'm starting to learn how to use now. Um, I already wash it because my daughter uses it, but uh, I, I wash it so I can recognize the part. It's a masticate user. Oh, okay. And uh, my God, it's so good. Uh, it's not very big and uh, it's electric, of course. And everything comes out delicious and we mix oh. different types of veggies and the only thing you cannot uh, put in there is this um, like you know like uh, probably like a kiwi or a very soft um, dish uh -huh. because uh, it has to be hard so huh. all kind of vegetables and all you know uh, Fruits, you know, like apples and stuff like that, that mm -hmm. they're hard. Okay. It's fantastic. Fantastic. I, I love it. I never used one of those before. So, and what, what brand is it, Eugenia? It's, uh, oh, and it, it's uh, Amaze, no, Amaze Chef. Huh. Okay. It's like AMZ Chef. Okay. All right, awesome. And uh, yeah, and the other thing is only uh, two bottles, one start and, and off, and the other one is, oh my goodness, now it's, I forgot. That's okay, and so see, <laughs> that Eugene, it's, it's very yeah. simple. It's only, yes, 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 it's, it's very simple. It's, okay. You don't need to do, actually, the other one, you don't even need to touch it, yeah. And Eugenia okay. said she saw it at her daughter's house. So see, she already knew she liked it. So she decided. Oh no! No! To it, oh no! Oh, here. I thought no, that's what you said. It's in here in, in my house. Yes, my daughter. She she got it on a, 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 one of these sales. They're kind oh, okay. of expensive. Yeah, but uh, she she used it and and now the she showed me and uh, I'm planning to, to start using it myself. And we can put also the the other ones. You cannot save the juice, but this one it I think it's up to five days. So okay. we have little jars, glass jars with a, uh, a top, and uh, we can uh, keep it in the refrigerator for up to five days. Okay, great. So we don't need to put it together and um, you know then take it apart and Every wash day, it all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Sounds yeah. wonderful. That's, All right. Yes, it is. It's something very good. Good deal. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. All right. Who else do we have, Angela? Herbie Allen, you may speak. <laughs> what you got now, Herbie? I actually got a question because the comment on the uh, juicer made me think of this. So I'm looking for a recommendation for just a simple uh, blender. Um, I used to have one that I got from Walmart like ages ago, and recently the bottom cracked, so I'm going oh. to replace it. So um, I just want something simple that I can put, you know, stuff in and tell it to blend. So I was just curious what recommendations you or anybody have for How brands. big do you want it to be, Herbie? Um, well, I, it could, it would be nice if it could be a decent size. I mean, like it doesn't have to make like, you know, gallon iced teas for instance, but, uh, um, you know, it'd be nice to be able to use it to like to make, it'd be able to put vegetables in it to make them really chopped or if I want to make like uh fruit lemonade, stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. Okay. You might want to check out, I know several of us um, have Ninja blenders and they, Ninja. they're, yeah, and they're the type of blender where you 
put your ingredients into the cup or the pitcher and then you put the part with the blades on top mm. and then you just push down on it i know it sounds weird and it blends everything um it's amazing. I'd expect it to be efficient. Well, like you, you turn it upside down and set it in the base and you push on it and it blends everything and it's it's really neat, but they come with different size cups. Mine just have 16 ounce cups, but I think I can get bigger cups for it. So that might be something you want to look at it and it's not going to break the bank, you know. You're, nope. So. All right. Perfect. And does anybody else want to talk about a blender that you have that you really like for Herbie? Raise your hand and Angela will call on you. I think some people also have Vitamix and they really yeah. like it too. I don't know. What yeah, I've is. heard of those. Yeah. Uh, well, Calandra had her hand up before you asked about the blenders. Oh, okay. And um, Peggy Carpenter is after that. So. Okay, Peggy, let's. You're, are you raising your hand about the blender? Yeah, I, I have the um, the small ninja like you have that comes with two cups. It's great for smoothies or milkshakes or, or you know, individual things. Um, so, so that's nice. But I do have a larger ninja as well. And that's more of a traditional blender with like, a, a you know, the pitcher that sits on the base uh -huh. and the blades that fit down inside. Um and their blades are kind of interesting. They're like, um, you know, usually the blades at the bottom of a blender are just right at the bottom. Well, this has like a little um, uh, stem or whatever that you'd call it that sticks up probably about four or five inches. And so it's got several rows of blades. So oh. it kind of looks like some sort of implement of torture or something. But uh, <laughs> it, um, it does work very well. And that, those are... You can get them on sale sometimes for like um, 80 or something, um, but I think they're usually around 100 or something. But they're very good if you want to make a, a lot of something, you know, not just a cup at a time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Anybody else want to talk about blenders? Give Herbie a recommendation. There are another, are, are not any other hands? Besides Calandra's up. So. Okay. Calandra, did you need something else, sweetie? Uh oh, did I, did I mute? No, we can hear you. Yep. Okay. Yes. Um, I have a blender that you don't even have to push down on anything, but just mix it. Uh, mixing parents' ingredients, and if you want ice in the blender, you know, and put you put ice in it if you want to make a smoothie or shake out of it. I bought bought a blender back in two thousand four, two thousand six, and I still I had it when I moved to Heritage Square from the place that I lived at. And um, I went to Target and I paid for a blender and it was like $30, which was a reasonable thing. But the blades, which you have to do, you cannot take them out when you try to wash the blender. So you kind of have to be careful when you try to wash it out. But it has like maybe three or so buttons, one on high, one on low, one on really high or something like that. And, you, and it blends very nicely. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Columbia. Yeah, thank you. All right. Do we have any other raised hands? No other raised hands at this moment. No other raised hands. Well, you know, y'all are talking about blenders and makes me think of cool drinks for the summertime and also makes me think about something that I have never gotten, and I'm not sure that I would because I don't think I'd make it enough to warrant having an appliance just for this. But does anybody have an ice cream maker? They make electric ones now. Did any hands go up with that, Angela? Nope. No. no. 
I guess none of us are going to make ice cream. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's see. A couple of things. If you have Facebook, remember to join the Facebook group if you want called All, A-L-L. T-E-X-T, all text, small kitchen electrics. And we're not just for people who are blind, but we cater to people who are blind or visually impaired in that we don't have posts that are pictures. You know, when I started this group because I was in some other Facebook groups, like for the air fryer and the instant pot, and somebody would post this is what we had for lunch today. And I didn't know whether it was a picture of nice air fried corn dogs or some sort of casserole that was done in the instant pot. It's like, okay, what are they having? And, you know, you don't want to, after every comment like that, you don't want to say, sorry, I'm blind. What'd you have? You know, so every now and again, I would have they said something intriguing enough to where I just really had to know what it was. But anyway, at Altex Small Kitchen Electrics, you will not have those kinds of posts. You'll be able to, um, you know, read the posts without any problem. And so if you're not in that group, I encourage you to join that group if you're a Facebook user and we'll be glad to have you. All right. Do we have any hands yet? One hand. No hands. In one hand. One hand. From Lynn Schneider. All right, go ahead. Okay, yes. Now, I'm sure that this issue has been discussed on this program before, but I think my big frustration is, as a blind person, is just not being able to find manuals mm -hmm. um, for things. I mean, you buy something and you sort of have to play this game with it. Like, we're hope that somebody you know knows how to use it or if you have a sighted person around but what tricks do you guys have to get information about how to use something do you have any advice i do yeah and, and i okay. think we kind of covered this earlier but anyway um most not all but most appliances if you know the brand and the model number you can search for the manual online and generally find it, not always. Yes. And what I do, and different people have different equipment, but what I do when I get a new air fryer or a new instant pot or whatever the appliance might be, I find the manual online. And then I happen to have a Victor Reader stream. I love my Victor Reader stream. And so I will put it on record because the Victor Reader stream is something that does okay that you need i think that's you calandra you may need to mute honey um but the victor reader stream does have a record feature and so i will put it on record and then with my computer i will a slow my jaws down a little bit because for something technical like a manual i don't want it reading real fast like i normally listen to my computer right Okay, so I slow down the speed, and then I just um, hit the keys that are necessary so that it'll read it all the way through, and as it's reading, I record that with my Victor Reader stream, and that way, anytime that I need to go back and look up or look at something in the manual, I can do that, or if you have a um, small digital recorder, you can do it with that as well. And for those of you who may prefer to use Braille or large print, if there's anything that you're going to want to refer to a lot, if you're like me and you do better by, I do better having it in Braille, those things I will actually write down. For example, when I got my Instant Pot, I had someone tell me, and, and let's say, and I just said I had someone tell me, okay, so you're going... Well, I don't have any one-sided at my house, and that's okay. If you have an iPhone, for example, um, there are apps like Be My Eyes and um, Ira, or however you pronounce it, where you can actually get a volunteer, and you can put your camera of the phone in front of your Instant Pot or whatever appliance it is, 
and say, can you please tell me what the buttons are? First on the left, going from top to bottom, and then the next row going from top to bottom. And you can record that when they tell you. And if you want to have it in printer braille, you can write it down. So in my kitchen, I have a card that I have on my refrigerator with magnets. And in braille, I have written the exact arrangement of the buttons that I use on my Instant Pots. Yes, I have two. And the nice thing about this is I rarely have to refer to it because there are certain buttons that I use all the time. So I've learned where they are. But every now and again, there might be another button that I want to use. And I can't remember where is the rice setting, just for example. Now, mine, I know where the rice setting is. Or where is the yogurt setting? I can go to the card that's on my fridge and look at it. And then I can go back and push the correct button to do what I want to do. So there are always ways, well, usually there are ways that we can find to help us do what we want or need to do with our small kitchen electrics. And I think that's one of the beauties of it. So hopefully that helped a little bit. But as I said, yes. most, not all, but most manuals, if you know the brand and model number, can be found online. Now, you might find it in two or three places, and one place might not be accessible. It might be an image PDF instead of a text PDF. Mm -hmm. But chances are, yeah, you'll right. Find that's uh, that's what I was just going to say. That's the problem, really, is some of the PDFs are sort of not. Yeah, just easy keep, to keep arm. digging. Yeah, keep digging. Because <laughs> so that's, I don't they know, are that's there, my... but sometimes you have to go through two or three to get to the one that's accessible. Mm -hmm. okay. So. Good. Thank you. I would love to see Bookshare do something like that, like put manuals in accessible yeah, format. That would be good. Like, to me, that would be an awesome thing, but I don't know if that would be too outside of their scope. But like for, for appliances that blind people use are using a lot, you know, it would be awesome if we could just have that um, be able to look it up and have an accessible manual. That would it be would just be. cool. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you should suggest it to them. Okay, uh, all of us who yeah. use Bookshare, now we know what we can suggest. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank you. Any other raised hands? Oh, yeah, now we got quite a few. So. Oh, okay, good deal. Eugenia, you may unmute. Hey, Eugenia. Yeah, there I was going to say that a great idea to record the information. What I have, I have a pen friend that also uh -huh. you can record. So it comes with some magnets that you can stick to the refrigerator someplace and that's where I have them. And I have the, all the, I have um, uh, a water filter that it talks but it has different settings and uh, uh, different types of water. So I had somebody record it for me because they read the manual. I didn't, uh, I didn't go to the website. So somebody recorded mm -hmm. that, uh, all the information I needed. And uh, th that's fantastic. If I forget something, or I can just use the pen friend. Good. Okay. I didn't even mm -hmm. think about pen friend. Very good. Well, the pen friend in the kitchen for me, everything I label with that, all uh -huh. everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Who else do we have, Angela? All right. Sandra Burchett, you may speak and mute and speak. Hello. Hi. And where Hello. are you from? Hi. Uh, originally Tennessee. Oh, yeah? Huh. Yeah. Uh, near Knoxville, La Follette. Uh -huh. Smoky Mountains. Uh-huh. But here, I'm in Maryland now. Okay. Um, I've been listening to y'all on the, uh, Alexa, but I had uh -huh. to get on. I had to get <laughs> on. I couldn't take it no more. All right. My favorite device has got to be my um, KitchenAid mixer. All right. Okay. But my... um. But I wanted to tell you, I'll use my Ninja to make ice cream. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
you just put the icing there and your heavy milk and all and whatever fresh fruit you want to use, like peaches or cherries, whatever. Uh-huh. That's what I that's what I do it with, the ninja. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And um, as far as labeling stuff, sometimes you can use the way around tags too with the magnets. Oh, okay. Now I've never mm-hmm. used those, but I've heard of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can use those as well. And they're pretty good. I use those in the freezer because I was tired of putting um, like labeling it with the tape mm-hmm. and punching them out and doing that. And they wouldn't stick. For some reason, that tape is not sticky at all with the Braille labeler. It doesn't stick is what they come off. So yeah. I started using the way around tags, labeling, you know, my meat and everything. Because once it freezes, it's hard to tell what it is. Right. Yeah. So with those tags, it's much easier, you okay. know, to have, and it's it's easier to organize your freezer. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have found, and, and Sandy, I'm, I'm real curious since you're from Tennessee, did you by chance go to the school for the blind or not? Uh, no, ma'am, I've only been blind 13 years. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't always blind, no, ma'am. Okay. Well, you haven't lost your Southern accent. I like that. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> There you go. Um, something else that I use, and, and I use it for Braille labels. There are some labels, and they're what I call tractor fig. You know, they're folded all on top of each other, and they have adhesive. And I get those from um, Braille Superstore. And you can put three lines of Braille, and maybe even a little more if you're like me and try to get the very most out of the space you have. On there, mm-hmm. and they do stick to things better than the Dymo tape labels. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. All right, well, we're glad to have you. Glad you couldn't stay away. <laughs> All right, thank you. Okay, so who else do we have, Angela? Karen Hughes, you may unmute. Hello, hi, Jeannie, and everyone. I, I couldn't stay away either. I normally listen on ACB Media, so <laughs> I had to come in. Um, so a few things, um, regarding the blenders, um, I have something that sounds very similar. I have a magic bullet and, um, it has those different size cups as well. And the little blades on top and you, it, uh, it's really, uh, it's compact and it's not like a real powerful, um, blender, but it, it does work really, you know, it works well for, um, vegetables and um i have not tried fruit and um i've done shakes and different things in it but yeah i I love the magic bullet um for a very long time the only appliances i have had um uh, was a um rival crock pot and a like a mr coffee maker but um recently i um taken the plunge and and kind of got into the 21st century and, <laughs> and, uh, got, um, a few things over the last like six months. I got like one of those mini, um, little, uh, you know, carry co- coffee type of machines that uh, Cindy and others got as well as, um, I, um, got the magic bullet. And then recently I got the uh, Instapot and I had, read oh, about yay! It. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, by the way, I'm, from, I'm in Phoenix. I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I recently got the Instapot, um, during the prime day week. Oh, um, good. and, um, yeah. And I, and I, like I said, I, I I've been, li- I am a, been a listener for a long time. And, um, so I had remembered that you had said to get the duo. Uh-huh. Um, but of course I forgot to, to take your suggestion to go to the store and physically look at them until it wasn't until after I ordered the product and it was in in route to transported that I remembered, Oh, maybe I should have gone to the store and looked at them first, but I have the Instapot, um, duo seven and one. Oh, well that's, that's a good one that you, you couldn't have done and, any better. Mm-mm. And uh six quart, I was almost going to get the three quart cause it's just myself. But then uh-huh. I thought, uh, eh, you know, what if I want to have leftovers and don't feel like cooking, especially since it's so bloody hot here and, yeah. Phoenix right now and that way I don't have to cook every day I can have leftovers but um I think I like it I'm not sure <laughs> um and 
you know, the buttons that I'm mostly using on it are um, the, I love the steam um, function on it because yeah, I can just put my little metal, you know, steamer in there mm -hmm. and put my veggies and, you know, seafood and everything on there. Um, but I've also used the um, pressure cook and the, um, and the um, saute. The saute oh, is a great function because this is a, the guys, this is an all in one pot. Yeah. It, it, I mean, a lot of you already know that it's one pot. You can cook anything, just anything and everything really in one pot in like half, more than half the time. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is that um, I, no, I'm not comfortable with doing the quick release thing because I don't want to get burned. I got burned the first time that I used it because I felt like, okay, what is going on with, I didn't know what was going on with my food. And I didn't know the difference between the steam, steam, keeping it in steam mode, the little thingy in the back, um, whether to have it on steam or on vent. And mm -hmm. um, it seemed like it was taking a while and so I lifted the lid um and some you know I got ended up getting you know there was lots of steam yeah um and I got burned but um but that didn't stop me from you know cooking the next yeah. day um but yeah so that's that's the kind of thing I'm, I'm worried about you know that little thing uh not not always knowing when to put it on st steam mode or um, venting, but I'm learning. And I found a uh, Instapot um, book on Bard, uh, recipe book on Bard. Yeah. Um, and there's some apps out there, but so yeah, I'll let other people so others talk. But okay, that's what I I have. I'm so ready to talk to you about all this. Okay, I, I get really excited about the Instant Pot yes. because once I decided to start learning it. I just went blazes ahead, you know, and got I've done it. some meatballs. I've done meatballs in there. I mean, uh -huh. um, I've done um, uh, uh, some, uh, cooked some a uh, roast that didn't go so well because I didn't have it set right. Um, it was still cooked, but not exactly the way I wanted. Tomorrow, I'm going to try to do some um, some chicken legs in there or thighs or something so yeah okay. i've been i've been using it okay well i'm going to talk to you a little about it first of all the thing you have to remember since it doesn't have a crisping lid you can do your chicken legs in it and they will be fine but your skin will not be crisp okay so you know yeah. i'm just letting you know that so you won't have that expectation I never use steam, and I, I, I think maybe we need to get straight on terms too. The steam is actually a button, but um, your your little thing in back, your valve in back, when it's turned all the way to the back, that means that the pressure can build up. Then when you right. pull it toward you, it's going to release the steam. Now. A, whenever you do that, you don't want to be over it. You want to be standing back from it. And B, if you're feeling a little unsure and you're afraid the steam might hit you, glove that hand that you're going to move the valve with. Yeah, so, yeah. So that way you won't have to worry about it. But there are a couple little things. Okay, first of all, while it will not open if it has built up all the pressure, if you were to able. Yeah. If you were able to open it, it hadn't built up all the pressure yet, okay? So when when you have something in there, and let's say you say that you want to cook it for 10 minutes, okay, or nine minutes, you know, like spaghetti. You've already browned your meat. You've put in your spaghetti. You've put in your sauce. You've poured in your water around the edge to make sure that nothing's going to stick. You put your lid on, and you push pressure cook. And let's say you push nine minutes because that's how long you want your spaghetti to cook. Okay, your nine minutes are not going to start at that point. Eventually, sorry about my clock. Okay, well, this will be fun later, right? Okay. So, um, so eventually, 
if you stay in there with it, and I generally do, you know, they say you can walk away. And yeah, if you can see, you can walk away and come back and look at your screen later. But I stay in there with it and I bring my iPhone so I can play Dice World or whatever. And I wait. And when it has built up the pressure, you'll hear one little beep. And that means the pressure has built up. And then for good measure, I will tell my lady A, like I'll say, set a timer for nine minutes and so that okay, way that's what i do okay so i wait till i till till i hear the little tones for when it's when it's yeah. on and that's okay. when the time starts is after you hear yeah. that one little beep and then when it's all done if you have your time set on it correctly it'll beep 10 times but if it doesn't oh. beep 10 times but your lady a has told you the time is up then you can just hit off, which is the button to the left of pressure cook on the bottom. Yep. And if it's a recipe that says to quick release, then you can put on your glove and release the pressure. Be sure you're not over the pot. Um, and that pot will not open until all the pressure has released and you'll hear the little valve that had popped up. You'll hear it drop down. Um, and there was something else I was going I do not recommend the Instant Pot for roasts. I have never had good luck with roasts. If you do still have a crock pot, hang on to it and do your roast slow in the crock pot. And I'm assuming that one of the books that you saw on Barb was by Jeffrey Eisner. If yes. You, for any of you who do YouTube. Yes, that's, that's the gentleman that wrote the book. It's he so has good. a YouTube channel called Pressure, P-R-E-S-S-U-R-E, -S -S -E, uh -huh. Cooking, and yep. it is great. And he has such a personality, too. If he you does. And he did a really good that. good description of the of the different pots yeah. and the functions. And he has a lot of good recipes. And I evidently, I guess there's accessories that you can get for oh, the yeah. answer pots. But yeah. I do the same thing. I use my Lady A to do my timer once once i get the little tone to, to tell me that it's heating up then mm -hmm. i wait like a, a few minutes and well, then you I wait until you hear yeah you wait until you hear a single tone after you push pressure cook about a few yeah. seconds later you're going to hear three tones and that okay. just means okay i got your command i'm doing it okay. but then when it's reached pressure you're going to hear a single tone and that's when your timing actually starts. Oh, that's and, good to know. And we're getting okay. close. We're getting close yeah. to the end, but I hope this helped. One yeah. thing I want to throw in here because we have people that are getting new appliances and that kind of thing. If you need help from me in between these shows, you can send an email to community at acb.org and just ask them to send it um, to Jeannie or to its electric and I'll get back to you. Okay. So anyone who wants to talk to me, um, via email in between these different, it's electrics and the next it's electric will be on August 17th, which is another Wednesday. And I want to invite everybody to come and Angela, how much time do we have left? I know we're getting close. Three minutes. Three minutes. Okay. So if you Thank want you, to do I? I said thank you. And, okay. uh, yeah, Herbie, you might want to check out Ma Magic um, Bullet as well. So, Yeah, and I, I had somebody just a couple of weeks ago ask me about Magic Bullet. So that's good to know that it works well. Um, and gosh, I'm so glad that everybody has joined us tonight and that we even got two or three people that have just listened before but couldn't stay away. That I think that's wonderful because the more we can help each other, the more fun we're going to have with our small kitchen electrics. So if you need help in between, email community at acb.org and say, please send this to Jeannie or it's electric. Uh, if you do Facebook, join all text, small kitchen electrics, and just have fun with your instant pots. Does anybody, and, and your toaster ovens and air fryers and magic bullets and blenders and food processors, whatever, a pancake maker, whatever your appliance happens to be, there are so many out there and we can have so much fun with them. So just do that. And is there anyone that absolutely just has to get something in before we go? Real quick regarding manuals and image-based ones. Okay. If you are good with OCR apps or if you have like voice dream reader on your phone, a lot of times 
it can convert those into a plain text format. Oh, wow. Okay. I need to learn more about Voice Dream Reader then, because I have one, but I don't really know how to use it. <laughs> yep. Um, or a lot of OCR apps, even on the computer, they can convert a lot of those image files. So you do have another okay. option. Plain okay. text is still better. And I love the Bookshare idea, but I thought I'd throw that out there. Well, thank you. All right. Anyone else? Nope, that's it. All right. Well, y'all have a good week. Thank you again to Angela for being our host and to Herbie for streaming for us. And whenever and wherever you are hearing this, I hope you've enjoyed it and that you'll join us again soon. Thank you, everyone.